adequate no longer exists. What do you do with that kind of insecurity? I'm going to help you with that today on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Hey beautiful, it's Lisa and this is Beauty Beyond Betrayal, the podcast designed for women who want to find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal, trauma, and loss. Each week, I help you navigate the murky waters of betrayal trauma by bringing you insight, wisdom, and ways to overcome the trauma and loss that you've experienced. I help you explore ways to heal, recover, and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, joyful, and free, the way God intended it to be. I also bring in all things Jesus because he's the one who ultimately brings us into our healing and freedom from betrayal trauma. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, pull up a chair and focus on yourself for the next few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. Welcome back to the show, ladies. I'm so glad that you're here. I've had quite a few conversations in the last week about insecurities that we deal with after we have been cheated on. When we have discovered that our husbands have had an affair, we've been betrayed at the deepest level, it shakes us. We have insecurities or what's considered to be a lack of confidence that now is escalated within our being and we don't know what to do with it. So I want to address that today on this episode. You know, insecurity can be defined as an uncertainty or an anxiety about yourself. It's actually where you lack confidence because the confidence has been destroyed. You have self-doubt. And in so, this causes insecurities to creep up that could have come from as early as your childhood years. It's not surprising when we as women who've been betrayed face insecurity. It's something that happens as a part of the trauma response. So in a marriage after infidelity, like I said, you lack confidence. The trust that you once had in your husband has been shattered. It no longer exists and you feel very unsafe in your relationship. So not only is the confidence blown out the window, trust is no more, and now you're feeling unsafe. All the things that we as women need in a relationship, and it makes it difficult to move on until we deal with this and start to get past some of the insecurities, rebuild our confidence, learn to trust again, and develop a safety plan so that we can move forward. So what do we do with this wreckage from this earthquake of infidelity? What do we do with the insecurities that it has produced? You know, these are questions that I have kind of explored with a few women over the last week. How do we move on from our cheating spouse? How do we heal from this relationship after we've been betrayed. Well, I'm going to help you with that. Now, it's important to know that when you've been cheated on, you actually have to face insecurities that you might not have realized were there. They might be deep-rooted. And you're wondering, wait a minute, 
I didn't know I felt this way. I didn't know that this was something I was dealing with, but all of a sudden it creeps up. I call it the insecurity monster, right? And it does have tentacles, ladies. It really does (laughs) because it starts and it just kind of, they creep out all over the place and they, you know, it reminds me of um, the little mermaid and that big witch monster that was there and all the tentacles that she had, right? Well, the insecurity is the big monster, and it has the tentacles that are different types of insecurities that you deal with. But how do you know what they are? Okay, I want to help you with that. There are actually four questions that you can ask yourself when you start dealing with these insecurities that start to pop up. This is going to help you identify what they are so you can start to move through them. The first question that you can ask yourself is, where am I most insecure? What, what is that insecurity right now? Where is it? And what I mean by that is, is it concerning your body image? Are you asking yourself questions like, am I too fat? Is that the reason why he had the affair? Am I too skinny? Is that the reason why he had the affair? Am I just not pretty enough? Am, is my hair too short? Is my hair too long? What is it about me that caused him to have the affair? It affects us in our self-worth. So where is that area for you? Is it body image? Is it the way that you're looking at yourself in the mirror? Are you questioning that? The second question is, where are the feelings that you're feeling in regards to this area? What are they? What are the feelings that are creeping up for you? When you think about your body image, does it make you feel worthless? Does it make you feel hopeless? Does it bring shame? Does it cause pain deep within? And is it because when you look at yourself in the mirror, are you saying, you know, I should have started that diet a long time ago and I'm way overweight. And because I am, I feel such shame. And that's probably why he had the affair. I know that was a huge struggle for me. You know, when when the affair happened and I discovered it, one of the very first insecurities that crept up for me was body image. And I, you know, I had dealt with five deaths in my family. I had lost my mom and dad back to back six weeks apart. And so my health was suffering and I had put on some weight and I really felt shameful about it. So I started to question myself and say, you know, Maybe it was because I'm older, I'm not as thin as I used to be, which means now I'm not as pretty as I used to be, so I couldn't hold his attention. That's why he went for a younger woman. And I battled that. It was a strong insecurity. So I had to ask myself that. The third question that you can ask yourself is, with these feelings, what are they causing you to actually think about yourself? In other words, are they causing you because you feel worthless about yourself or you feel shameful about yourself? Is it causing you to think things like, well, I'm just ugly. I just, I'll never lose the weight. Thus, he'll always cheat on me. He'll go back to her. I can't hold his attention. What thoughts are actually being produced by the feelings of that area of insecurity that you now have uncovered. 
You see, once we get clear about these things, ladies, it helps us to understand where the root cause is. And for me, the root cause came from childhood. I'll share that in a minute. Your fourth question that you ask yourself is, because of the area of insecurity and the feelings that it makes me feel and the thoughts that it now has produced for me, what lies have I started to believe because of all of this? What are the lies? And the lies for me were, I will never ever be able to hold on to my husband because I just am not pretty enough. I'll always have to work really hard to maintain a certain image in order to hold his attention. And it came from childhood. You see, ladies, way back when I was 13 years old, I had an encounter with one of my first boyfriends. For him, I had to look a certain way in order for him to like me. And thus, I started wearing makeup very early. I started dressing a certain way because I desired the attention so that I wouldn't be rejected. It was that fear of rejection. And so it produced an insecurity in me very early on. So much so that the insecurity then morphed into, I have to perform in order to be loved. And that carried over into my marriage. And so for me, the lie was so deeply rooted that if I couldn't perform well, then my husband would never love me and he would seek his affections elsewhere. These were the lies that were so deeply rooted in me. Now, how do we combat these? How do we combat the lies that we have now uncovered, right? The insecurities, whatever areas they are, how do we combat these? How do we start to get past the insecurities that have now crept up because of the betrayal, because of this infidelity that has happened in our relationship? Well, the first thing I want you to know is beautiful. It starts with you. The hardcore truth is this. That true happiness doesn't come from any other source than yourself. You see, your ultimate joy in life comes from God. God is our source of peace, and He is our source of hope, and He is our source of joy. And happiness is not dependent upon your circumstances or your relationships. You get to decide each and every day when you... Open those beautiful eyes of yours, whether you are going to feel joy and happiness. You really get to choose that. The reason for this is because only you, let me say it again, only you control your actions, your thoughts, and your beliefs. No one else controls those, only you. And since this is the only thing that you can truly control in your life, Your happiness must come from within. It can't be based upon your circumstances. It can't be based upon what your husband thinks of you. It has to come from deep within. So if you're waiting for him or someone else to validate you and to bring you the joy that you're so seeking, you're going to be disappointed, beautiful. We are selfish beings. And no matter how much you love someone, 
and how much love someone has for you, it will never ever meet the standard that we so seek because we're not perfect in this life. The person that you're seeking to ultimately love you unconditionally, they're going to come up short from time to time. And that's just truth. So how does this help us heal from this insecurity after this betrayal that we've just suffered, right? We know that infidelity is a selfish act. And that's not an argument. It's the absolute truth. Okay, so we just need to acknowledge it as such. It was a very selfish act on his part. We could not control it. We had no say in it. But that doesn't mean that we can't work on ourselves and we can't develop our own personal happiness irregardless of his selfish choices. So going forward for your future and for your healing, you have to take the necessary steps that are going to lead you to true healing and wholeness. You have to do the work on yourself. So that means what you want out of life, you have to go after. That's where you're going to find peace and joy is when you start to realize you can't rely on him to make it all right. Only God can do that for you. So it starts with you to heal your insecurities, to do the hard work on yourself, to go through these four questions, to evaluate and identify your insecurities, the feelings that they produce, the thoughts that they now produce, and the lies that they have deeply rooted within you, and start to combat them with truth. What are some of those truths? The truth of God's word about who you are. You're his daughter. You're a daughter of the king. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a beautiful creation and God calls you very, very good. When we start to rely on the word of God and declare it over our lives and we start to look deep within at our gifts and our talents, at the woman God created us to be, this is how we combat the insecurity monster. This is how we start to completely chop off the talons that the monster has. Each little insecurity. And then we burn them in the fire of truth. We refine them and we start to take on the true identity that God says that he has for us, which is his child, his beautiful woman of God. A second way that you can do this beautiful is you can work on your self-care. Now, You've heard me talk about self-care before, but let me just lay this out once again. Self-care is where you spend time with God, where you pray, where you journal, where you just focus in on combating and overcoming the insecurities after infidelity by creating a peace of mind state. And again, you do this by talking with God, praying, meditating on his word, journaling. Maybe that's grounding yourself in his nature outdoors. Maybe that's creating a calm by going to a spa for a day, doing your breath work, some somatic techniques that we've talked about many, many times over. Maybe it's doing something you love, creating a habit or a hobby for yourself that you've not had. Sometimes in marriage, we lose ourselves, especially after we've been betrayed. So 
What is it that you would like to do for yourself? Maybe it's taking a cooking class or joining a gym. Maybe it's going back to school and extending your career. Finding something that is meaningful for you so that you can continue to separate your self-worth from the marriage and heal from the insecurity after the infidelity. This is how we move forward and heal beautiful. So to recap, I want to share with you one more time to finally move past some of these insecurities. You ask yourself these four questions. What is the area that I'm most insecure? What are the feelings that are creeping up from that insecurity? The feelings are producing what kind of thoughts and what are the lies that I now believe because of the insecurity. You move through them by realizing you're the one that has to take the healing steps and you work on yourself and work very diligently. Beautiful, you can do this. And if you're struggling with creating that path of healing to finally move forward, I got you. That's where we can connect. And you can reach out to me and get on a coaching call. The link is below in the show notes. And we can develop a two-week start program for you and then move on from there. I'd love to help you do that. So click the link below. Get on my schedule because it's been filling up very quickly. I'd love, love to share that with you so that you can start your healing journey today and finally overcome the insecurity monster and not give it the ground that it so wants to have in your life. I hope this helped you today, beautiful. If so, make sure to share this out with a beautiful woman who needs it. And make sure to leave me a review. This is how we get out in the airwaves. This is how we get that podcast out to so many women who need it. Thank you for listening. And I can't wait to see you and be with you again. Hey, beautiful. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, something really hit you in one of the moments, or you were inspired to take the next step in your healing, reach out to me and by all means, leave a review. This is the highest compliment I can receive. And make sure to screenshot this episode. Share us out on IG and Facebook stories. Tag me at Beauty Beyond Betrayal Podcast. And I'll give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships in the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of all circumstances that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.